The following is a production of JSC Media. Stay, Stay ready. ready. You're listening to the People's Podcast. I was honest. Was I brutally honest? Yes. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that that's the problem. Everybody's so scared to be honest with one another. This is JSC Radio. We all need to be doing uh, many of the same things at this point, which is the social distancing, staying six feet away from other people, um, seeing lots of reports as of today. And remember, this changes every single day. But as of today, we're seeing reports of a lot of people still going to beaches and still sort of celebrating spring ba- break and, and group settings. Um, guys, this is not wise. This is not advisable. This is actually um, not helpful. And it's potentially harmful not only for you, but for other people. Um, the other thing is what I would say is if you, uh, the, the hand hygiene, making sure that we are washing our hands. I, I can't stress this enough. 20 seconds, uh, washing your hands, um, scrubbing with soap and water. That is your first uh, priority to wash. If you don't have access to soap and water, you can use um, hand sanitizer, but make sure that it's at least 60% alcohol. That's very important. Um, We have a responsibility to each other and to our environment and our community. We need to help and try to, to keep ourselves and other people safe. That's very important. You're listening to the People's Podcast. This is JSC Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children, of all ages. I'm back once again. J. Scott Smith here for a special edition of J. Scott Confidential, better known as JSC Radio. I want to thank everybody, of course, who always listens on every podcast provider, including Apple Podcasts, iTunes, SoundCloud and Stitcher, CastBox, TuneIn, Radio.com, talking about Audio Boom and, and Podchaser and Player FM and, of course, iHeartRadio and Spotify. Be sure to check us out because a video of this will show up on the YouTube page, bit.ly slash JSCTube. Again, bit.ly slash JSCTube. Also, if you're going to listen on Stitcher, be sure to go to Stitcher.com slash premium. Put in the promo code JSC to get one free month of Stitcher Premium. We're just getting right off into this. So, episode 110 dropped earlier this week just two days ago actually it was supposed to drop last week and i had the uh, the monologue where i went off rightfully on people who were willing to basically treat coronavirus like a joke but now it's not a joke it's very real and i played a clip from dr jennifer caudle during at the end of it where she talked about the foolish conspiracy theory that black people can't get the coronavirus as we found out Oh, we damn sure can get the coronavirus. Like in spades. You have four more members of the Brooklyn Nets, including Kevin Durant, with the coronavirus. Idris Elba has it. Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. The first death reported in uh in Illinois, in Chicago, is a 61-year-old black woman. We can stop this now. We can stop this silliness. And I figured no better way to stop the silliness than to bring on the woman who has been doing doing God's work, truthfully, the last 10 days, because it's hard to believe this has only been a 10-day thing. We're not even two weeks into this. That's how wild this is. Jennifer Caudle, who the last time you heard her on this podcast was episode 90, way back in December of 2018. She joined me in the midst of this whirlwind schedule and tour that she's on because remember jennifer Cottle is not just simply a doctor you see on television doing interviews she actually does practice medicine and teach it as well at rowan university in south jersey which is one of the hot spots in the country for the coronavirus and she has started doing new videos on her facebook every day 
talking about not just updating people on the coronavirus outbreak, but also what they can do to protect themselves and prevent themselves from getting sick, or if you get sick, what to do. And along the way, she did the video mentioning that she was sitting in a beauty shop and overheard someone say with a straight face that black people couldn't get the coronavirus. I went and got my friend, Dr. Jen, to check in with us here on J. Scott Confidential, JSC Radio in the midst of this whirlwind tour. She just got done doing a TV hit and was as gracious enough to sit down and talk to me for a few minutes about not just what she's been doing with the videos, but also just this coronavirus outbreak itself and what we need to do to A, avoid spreading it and B, to help contain it. So we will go right on over to my conversation that I had with my friend, Dr. Jennifer Caudill. You're listening to a special edition of J. Scott Confidential, better known as JSC Radio. Let's get down to business. This is a presentation of JSC Media. Would have preferred in a much different situation than this, but- Right. You've been everywhere through this whole this whole outbreak, and it has just kind of evolved. And I I talked about it on the last episode at the the monologue I did, and I try to make this as clear as possible that this is very real. And I've got multiple friends who are doctors, and you are you've been maybe the most outspoken. You've been everywhere. What has inspired you to start doing those daily videos that you've been doing? Because every day it's something different, and this this is such a weird and fluid thing because it has evolved so much in the last 10 days. It's hard to believe this has been 10 days, but it's, but it's evolved so much in the last 10 days. What inspired you to start doing the videos and how have you been able to kind of keep up with all this, with everything else you already do? Right. Um, well, thank you, first of all, for having me on. I'm, I'm, I'm honored. And, uh, you know, this, I I feel this, um, like a a public mission. I feel like this is a a public service, not just the work that I'm doing, but the work that we're all doing. Look, the work that you're doing by, um, you know, hosting a podcast episode on coronavirus and, and all the physicians out there, we're seeing more doctors and healthcare providers on television, radio, and in print talking about this than ever before. That is a good thing. Um, we really need to mobilize the forces. This is kind of like all hands on deck. Um, and that's actually how I view this. Uh, my participation and involvement, you know, I, I've done TV and, and radio and print for years and I still see patients. I was in the office yesterday. That's been my, um, you know, that's just what I, that's what I've always done. But with this, it, it, it's felt like a personal mission to some, to some respect. Um, I just feel like if I, if I can shed some light on something, if I can help someone understand something, or if I can encourage or get out a message that needs to be gotten out, um, I feel like it's my responsibility to do that. And the videos that I'm doing every day, uh, I'm doing them on Facebook. I'm posting por- partial clips on other uh, media uh, as well, but uh, facebook.com slash Dr. Jen Cottle is where I'm doing daily videos, sometimes more than one, and all my TV segments too, really trying to answer questions that people have sent me. Um, And they're good questions because I literally learn every day as people ask me questions because these are the questions that my patients ask. So honestly, um, you know, this is this is a community effort. This is a group effort for all of us. And, uh, you know, I'm just happy to be a part of it. And you mentioned that you're still you're still seeing patients. Every oh day. yeah, and not every day. This. I see patients uh, two days a week. So, two days um, a week. Okay. yep, I see patients two days a week. Yep, and I do media much of the rest of the week, and I also teach a course for medical students at Rowan University School of Osteopathic Medicine. How have you been able to? I mean, your schedule is always, as we talked about this in episode ninety, way back about a year and a half ago. It's crazy. It's been that long, but yeah. How have you been able to piece all this together, especially with what you're doing on air? and the videos and you're you're teaching and you're seeing patients how has this 
how have you been able to keep it together? And honest question, how are you doing? How are you holding yeah. up all this? Because this, yeah. this is a meat grinder. It is. Honestly, I, I, I don't know that I'm always keeping it together. I just, I need to be honest about that. Not sure that I always do. And the last week has been particularly tough. Um, in part because I've chosen to take and, you know, nobody's standing over me, making me take all the media interviews that I take. So I, I, there's no blame here. Uh, but I but I felt obligated and, and have wanted to take media interviews because it's an opportunity to spread a message. It's an opportunity to get the word out and hopefully try to reach more people. But with that has come, you know, I'm not sleeping as much. I did a hit uh, on Fox News this morning at 3 a.m. and went back to sleep for a few hours and got back up for more hits, et cetera. Um, uh, it's my choice, but uh, but no, it's been a little bit tough. And and I think this is what I need to say to myself and everyone else. This is a time when self-care is so important for all of us, uh, whether you're going stir crazy in your house because you are uh, social distancing, which is what I hope everyone's doing, or you are on the front lines of medicine and ERs or other places. Uh, we have to carve out space for us um, so that we can persist. And I know that's that's tough to do, even in, not in the midst of a of a pandemic like this and yeah. being able to keep it together. And I see you do, I, I see you doing all these things. I've said this to you. I said this to you in 2018 when I talked to you, I say it to you now. I don't know how you do it, how you've been able to go back and forth. It's a little different now, obviously, because people are basically in place. So you're able to at right. least do this from your couch or from your office. Yes, that helps. So it's, so you're not on the road running around back and forth between Philly right. and, uh, and New York City. When I look up and down at what you're talking about, what you're covering, what has made COVID-19, the coronavirus, so different from maybe the other outbreaks that we've had in, in just this century alone with SARS and H1N1? Yeah. Why is this one so different and so much more dangerous than the rest of them? Well, we just haven't seen an outbreak of this magnitude. Yes, we've had SARS, we've had MERS. Um, they've been smaller in magnitude in terms of the, the breath and how many people they actually touched. It's important to keep in mind that those are both of those are actually more deadly than COVID-19. However, the number of people impacted were less overall. Uh, this virus that we're seeing is literally spreading all throughout the world, to be honest with you. Uh, and uh, it's it's spreading very rapidly. Uh, in comparison, uh, you know, we think of the, the flu, the death, death rate from the flu is about 0.1%. Um, we're estimating that the death rate from coronavirus is probably uh, around 3%, but now we're estimating anywhere between 1% to 3%. Of course, you really can't calculate a death rate unless you know really out of how many people are totally infected, and and we don't have that number. Um, but uh, uh, you know, th this is this is a different. It's a different game. Uh, and, and the other thing that makes it a different game, uh, let me tell you, the third part is that this is a new virus. Okay, that I don't want to say is the problem, but that is problematic uh, because that's why every single day I do videos because I literally did a video today. Um, updating information I posted on Friday that is now mildly out of date. And I had to come back and update it. Uh, because this is a new virus, we're getting new information every single day. Uh, we just don't know a lot about it. So those are the reasons why. And with an outbreak like this, with something that's, as you put it, this is new. Now, I thought maybe this virus had been around and it's just like a new strain of it, or it's just kind of, this is, so this is relatively new. Well, so it is new. No, it is new. A coronavirus. So, so that we, um, so that our listeners um, can sort of understand how this works. The word coronavirus is basically like a surname. You know, my last name is Caudle. There are many Caudles out there. I have family members, cousins, aunts, and uncles. They're Caudles, right? Okay, mm -hmm. we're all lit different, but we're in the same family. Coronavirus is a family. There are many coronaviruses. Okay, SARS actually is a type, is a form of coronavirus. MERS is a form of coronavirus. Uh, what's different is that COVID-19, which is the name that we've given this, this novel or new coronavirus, is just that, 
it is new. We have not seen this in humans before. We have not seen this particular coronavirus. It's particular. It's been uh, historically a zoonotic disease. It's been predominantly in animals. Okay, and uh, we think that it sort of traveled to humans in, in Wuhan, China, in that area. That's where Wuhan, China, sort of. That's the the significance of it. Is we think that that's sort of where the jump from animals to humans might have taken place, uh, and some of the first infections. But yes, this is a new uh, strain of coronavirus for us. Yes. And with a new strain of a virus comes the conspiracy theories and people not paying attention and kind of right. ignoring things. And right. I played a clip of it on the last episode of you talking about you were in a beauty shop and you heard someone say with a straight face that yeah. black people can't get the coronavirus. Yeah. And I've heard and it sounded it might have sounded ludicrous to some people. I was hearing the same thing from some very smart people that they yeah. took the weird leap that, well, I haven't heard any black people get it. So we must not that you haven't right. heard because no one has come forward or we don't know this. Nope, that means we're immune. And they were running right. with it. Right. And there are other things. And obviously we've had the situation where people are pushing the idea that it's not that dangerous. It's just like the flu. It's not it's not really that important. This is all media hype and and I'll be honest, a couple of the networks have been known to kind of push some of this while at the same time having doctors on to kind of explain how dangerous it is. How do, for one, how dangerous are these conspiracy theories? And yeah. as a doctor, when you hear this, honestly, what are you thinking when you see some people saying, well, my friend saw a meme and that right. must mean that it's true or right. daring to tell a doctor, show me some proof that we're not immune to it, like things right. like that. And I've had people write me on Facebook and social media saying, well, how can you say that black people uh, get coronavirus? I haven't seen any. Uh, show me the proof, doctor. So people have challenged me on, on, on social media. Um, you know, I actually, when I heard that myth, I came home uh, from the beauty shop and uh, I said, well, you know, that I'm not going to include that in my video today. I mean, that that sounds ludicrous until I Googled and just to say, well, hmm. And finding that it's rampant over the internet, and I immediately included in that um, that sort of conspiracy theory in my, in my my daily video of that day of of myths. Conspiracy theories like that are harmful. How do I feel about it? Which is your question. I it scares me, because if we as black people or any people, if we think that black people cannot or don't get coronavirus, then we may be more likely to not take precautions. Right? If you don't think you're going to get it. Then are you know are you going to wash your hands and, and proper uh, and, and and practice proper hand hygiene and things like that? Are you going to social distance like we're asking people to do? My concern with a, a conspiracy theories like that is that they can actually be harmful in the long run to not only the people that the the theory is about but but it's to the community at, at large. These myths are very very dangerous and uh, in, in this day and age of the internet, um, you know, uh, fake news is rampant. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I'm also talking about how we should source information for people that are looking online for information. Please do not read and believe every single blog that's out there about coronavirus. There's a lot of craziness. Uh, I've done videos on some of the myths I've heard that garlic cures coronavirus, that if you spray yourself with alcohol, that will fix it. Um, bleach. That, I was, um, I was bleach. hearing bleach. Yeah, bleach. Maybe that's maybe that's the version I heard. Yeah, bleach. Um, I've heard that if uh, hand dryers can kill it, I've heard so many, many different myths. I can't even think of them all right now. Um, but those things actually uh, may serve to actually harm us because it's they're false. Um, we should be going to the CDC, the WHO, World Health Organization, and other reputable sites to to find the right information. And I know that it's 
this is a very difficult time because you've got so much on your plate and you're still and you're still seeing patients a couple times a week. If someone is coming to the doctor as a doctor, what can people do if they think they're sick or how does that how does that work out if you're someone say that you have symptoms, you're not rushing to the hospital per se, but let me go to the doctor and find out what's going on here. How yeah. can they how can if they If you can Yeah, I'm sorry yeah. to interrupt you or to cut you off, no, but go I, ahead. I like the I like the question, which is if you're concerned you have symptoms of coronavirus or you have symptoms you don't know what it is or you're worried about coronavirus, you're worried about possibly being exposed, please call us first. Okay, don't roll up into the ERs or the urgent care centers because if you actually do have coronavirus, you may be uh, exposing other people uh, un unintentionally. You call us first. In fact, I dealt with a couple of calls yesterday, actually, in the office, uh, people wondering, uh, exposure, exposure, did I, don't I, do I need to get tested? Talk to us. We'll walk you through what we need to do. We may involve the public health departments, which we're often doing, um, but that's the idea is get the guidance from your doctor first uh, before you just sort of go out and uh, potentially expose other people if you, in fact, do have it. And I guess one of the I just have a couple more questions. And one of them is there's the idea of who's most at risk for this. My, I, both yeah. of my parents are in, are in their 70s yeah. and my mom was just getting over a sinus issue as this whole thing was starting up. And I started thinking she's got asthma. She's a cancer survivor. My dad had high, has high blood pressure, and he's, but he takes care of himself. But sure. people are susceptible to this. There's this idea that if you're young, you're not going to get it. Or kids, may not, since kids can't get it, it's okay. If they, there's again a, a lot of the misconceptions. What can people? What should people who are maybe vulnerable for this? What do they need to do to be able to well, avoid this sort of thing? And what can we do around yeah. to take care of that? Yeah. So, I mean, we all need to be doing uh, many of the same things at this point, which is the social distancing, staying six feet away from other people, um, seeing lots of reports as of today. And remember, this changes every single day. But as of today, we're seeing reports of a lot of people still going to beaches and still sort of celebrating spring break and, and group settings. Um, guys, this is not wise. This is not advisable. This is actually um, not helpful. And it's potentially harmful, not only for you, but for other people, if you were to get coronavirus and spread it to them. Uh, so we need to look after each other, not necessarily be with each other, but we need to uh, <laughs> look after each other. Okay, that's super important. Um, the other thing is what I would say is if you, uh, the, the hand hygiene, making sure that we are washing our hands. I, I can't stress this enough. 20 seconds, uh, washing your hands, um, scrubbing with soap and water. That is your first uh, priority to wash. If you don't have access to soap and water, you can use um, hand sanitizer, but make sure that it's at least 60% alcohol. That's very important. Uh, you know, staying home when we're sick, many of us don't have a choice that we are home right now for good reason, um, but certainly coughing, sneezing into our elbow, things like that. Um, we have a responsibility to each other and to our environment and our community. We need to help and try to, to keep ourselves and other people safe. That's very important. My one final question is through all this, how when it comes to all the different things you're doing, where can people find you and how in demand are you right now? Because I know you've taken time because you might have another hit to do. You might have another video to do. For one, where can people find you? And two, sure. where else are you headed now? Because I know you might have another thing down the line later sure. on today because you are like a superhero out here and you're in high no. demand. No, I, I'm not. And I guess, you know, I, I think um, just to that, you're, you're, you're overly kind. You know, I'm just trying to 
I'm just trying to help. And one thing I often say to people is, especially with coronavirus, I may not have the answer, but if I don't, I'll try to find it. And I may not have the right answer, and I'll try to correct that if that's the case, because information literally changes minute by minute and second by second. But but I certainly am dedicated to this cause, just as I hope we all are. Um, you know, I, I do encourage people to follow me on social, not just not just because, but because I do a lot of my videos there, doing daily videos on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dr. Jen Caudle. That's D-R-J-E-N-C-A-U-D-L-E. I'm also on Instagram at Dr. Jen Caudle and Twitter as well. Um, just trying to keep folks updated and uh, just try to help out. So I do appreciate the follows to get the information out there. Dr. Jennifer Caudle, you're doing a great service to a lot of people. Thank you. And Thank you so much. I, I knew I had to get you on here again. I mean, aside from just the fact that I, I couldn't stop laughing for 30 minutes after watching the <laughs> video. But then I think as I started to think about it and saw what happened, I started to get actually pretty angry because it just yeah. seems so mindless and so selfish to yeah. see people saying these things and pushing yes. these things out here and yes. talking about, I'm going to jump on a flight and I'm going to get this vacation and no. thinking that they're legitimate. I'm like, no, that's not how it works. That's and right. you're that's out right. here doing a great service to a lot of people. I Thank appreciate you. you coming back on here. Hopefully at some point when this has passed, we can, we can do this again and maybe yes. immerse it. Stay yes, safe. That would be great. Stay Thank safe you. out there. And thank you so much for, for coming on here in the midst of everything you've got happening. Thank you so much. You stay safe, too. And there you have it. That's Dr. Jennifer Caudle. Of course, be sure to follow her at Dr. Jen Caudle on Twitter. She's also at Facebook.com slash Dr. Jen Caudle. Be sure to get on her YouTube page. I'm actually going to have a link, a quick link to get to her YouTube page in the description of this podcast. Again, go to Facebook.com and look for Dr. Jen Caudle, or you can follow her on Instagram or on Twitter at Dr. Jen Caudle. She's also at DrJenCaudle.com. She's doing a great service out here to people, and this needed to be done. We needed to make sure that you were safe. I can't stress this enough. Be smart out here, okay? Be smart. If you have a chronic lung disease or asthma, you're at higher risk for the coronavirus. If you have diabetes, which is damn sure an issue that black people have, you're at higher risk for the coronavirus. If you have heart disease, you're at higher risk for the coronavirus. If you're 65 and older, you're at higher risk for the coronavirus. If you've undergone cancer treatment, you are higher risk for the coronavirus. What are we doing? What the hell are we doing? Be safe. When they tell you to stay your ass inside, social distancing, don't be out here trying to go to the bar, trying to live your best life. Your best life won't last too much longer if you keep effing around. Don't do it. Be smart. These doctors have degrees in this shit for a reason. They know what they're doing. They've put a lot of work in. They're not out here just saying this just for shits and giggles. For more information, go to coronavirus.gov. Go to the CDC's website, cdc.gov. Get your shit right. Stay inside when they tell you to stay inside. This is real. I got two parents in their 70s. And they check off a lot of the boxes for the risk for the coronavirus. And I'm sure a lot of you who are my age or a little bit younger or a little bit older got parents in their 60s and their 70s. Or maybe they've got heart issues or issues with their weight or asthma. Don't be a dipshit. Do what's right. It's an inconvenience. So what? Get a Netflix subscription. Get the WWE Network. Get Hulu. Get Disney Plus. Get HBO Now. Get Showtime. Watch some Desus and Marrow. Do whatever the hell it is you got to do, but stay at the crib and be safe. And wash your damn hands.
hands. Can't stress that enough either. Something as simple as washing your damn hands. Wash your hands, as we would say in the Midwest. Wash your hands. Take care of yourself. I say it all the time. I'm going to say it one more time here. My name is Jay Scott Smith, telling you to take care of yourself. God bless. Always dare to be different. Always have your pet spayed or neutered. Always wash your damn hands. And we are out of here. Not sure when we're going to be able to get episode 111 up because so many of the dynamics have changed in getting interviews done and getting stuff taken care of. But please understand we ain't going nowhere. For more information on the coronavirus, go to cdc.gov or coronavirus.gov and get yourself together. For sake. Until next time, and I want to thank Dr. Jennifer Caudill for doing this on such a short notice with her wild schedule. She's the salt of the earth, and I really do appreciate her for this. Until next time, goodbye, everybody. You're listening to The People's Podcast. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. This is JSC Radio. This is a presentation of JSC. S.C. Media. I heard on the news about that five-year-old who found his uncle's gun. The kid didn't know it was loaded. I heard on the news about that 14-year-old girl who was bullied online. For like a year, she couldn't take it anymore, so she got her dad's gun from his nightstand. I heard on the news about that guy who broke into someone's house, stole a gun from the hall closet. He accidentally shot his cousin in the head. She killed herself. And later, killed the owner of the store he was trying to rob. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council.